welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Joining me on the program yet again is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bobby Russell. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot, man. We're just coming off a, a great weekend of sports there, and uh, I think I start to hear the clock ticking for the NFL draft. I think uh, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock officially. Couple weeks away from that, uh, yeah, and um, NBA playoffs kind of already started this week, so we'll get into that. Um, if we do a show next week, the Stanley Cup playoffs, obviously, we'll touch on that. Some racing. In between, we'll do that at the end of the show. Talk about last week's race at Bristol and, and look to the paper clip. But, Bobby, I'm going to bring a segment back that's uh, near and dear to all, heart, all of our hearts here on the Podcock Podcast. That's winners and losers of the week. I will give you the honors. You can start wherever you want if you have them. If not, so uh, the floor is yours. All right, I'll start with my, uh, my winner this week. I'm going to go with probably a pretty surprising pick here. I'm going to go with the live golfers at the masters. We had a strong showing Brooks Kepka in the lead um, in contention on Sunday and then just kind of lost it all. Uh, I guess that's what playing three rounds does to you on the live tour. <laughs> Phil, I mean, Phil, the thrill came back finishing top five, uh, an incredible Sunday, probably the best Sunday of anyone at the masters this week. Uh, and, and just, all the guys, even guys like Patrick Reed put on a show. So it just proves the fact that having those guys around is better, that the PGA is, is getting too stuffy and by excluding them from other events uh, is taken away from the excitement of having the best golfers in the world. So the live golfers at the Masters are my big winner this week. Yeah, it's hard to argue that, man. I mean, I'll just go into my winner real quick. I, I got a couple, but just to keep it – in that golf round. I mean, how could that not be John Round? Second major win of his career, obviously, his first green jacket. Um, he had a shaky opening hole on a Thursday. Uh, four putt and, and still win the damn tournament by multiple shots. Um, let you know what kind of Sunday, Saturday and Sunday he had as Brooks and the rest of the field kind of came back to him. And he, he took charge and, uh, yeah, big John Rom. My pick, of course, um, my idiot self put out uh, too many bets to really make it worth uh, my while on that. Made made probably like three bucks, honestly, or something like that. Five, seven, somewhere in that range. But uh, anyway, John Rom, uh, my winner of the week. A and B. I'm gonna go with Israel Adesanya. UFC 287 was last Saturday. Is he Adesanya? Um, He's the champ again. He uh, takes out Alex Pereira, second-round knockout. Uh, previously, two kickboxing matches and last November in the octagon. He was 0-3 against Pereira, kind of his boogeyman. And um, not a not an Sonny, a fan. He's great. He's a great talent. But was actually kind of happy that he, he slayed that dragon. So he would be my uh, B or number two winner of the week here. Uh, Bobby, you're a loser if you have one. Yeah, my loser is uh, NASCAR rivalries. Um, <laughs> you know, this all stems back to, you know, the close personal friend, Denny Hamlin, on Action Detrimental, getting himself in trouble for saying he let the wheel go and wrecked Ross. Uh, NASCAR took it as an intentional act, uh, altering the race, yada, yada, yada. A bunch of BS. 
Um, so that that kind of like put a hamper on that whole storyline. And, and of course, we're going to the paperclip this week, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. And you, we all know what happened the last time there between those two guys. So there's mm-hmm. there's that whole situation. And then going to the dirt race, uh, just a little prequel for our talk on that in the section when we get to the racing. Um, the Ryan Priest Kyle Larson beef. Um, you know, it's it, it seems like there's potential there for that. But the way that they both handled it, and even Priest in the car, uh, kind of watching his words, what he said in the car, is because they, they know that they're, they're going to be watched like hawks now by NASCAR for um, the, their words, basically, instead of mm-hmm. their actions. So um, that's going to take this thing away from that. We probably won't see any retaliation. Obviously, the, the two, they're not really close in the field when we're racing on normal asphalt pavement tracks. So it's kind of a wishy-washy thing there. But um, you, we just don't have any good feuds anymore. We don't have hotheads like Tony Stewart anymore. Um, you know, go back to the eighties and nineties, those classic ones you can think of. There's too many to name. Um, so it's just, it's just a different era of NASCAR and a different era of drivers is coming in and it's kind of taken that little bit of the fight away from the driver. Yeah. I'll react to that and then get into my loser. I don't understand like, what was it a couple years ago or maybe longer than that Robert Pemberton in the NASCAR brass, you know, he kind of threw his hands up, said boys have at it. And now we're getting, like, Denny, you know, they're going to say it was on track, on track that he, um, his actions kind of got him in trouble. It's because he admitted it on his podcast. Like, so it's like, is it have at it? But like, you can't really, you got to use code or you can't really talk about it. Or is it not like, it's kind of, let's just do it. Let's do it one way or the other. Like, I don't have to see guys wreck each other intentionally to to enjoy nascar like mm-hmm. and I, i'm sure well i shouldn't speak for you but i'm sure you're you're a race fan um like myself in a, in a sense where good racing's you know good enough to keep us entertained but there is that element of revenge and stuff like that that makes it that much more intriguing in the storylines and stuff like that like how we talked about that all playoffs last year. Like, is this the weekend Ross is going to get his comeuppance here? And none of them really ever did anything, you know? So uh, that was a storyline last year. And this year, it seems like they're kind of dovetailing a little bit NASCAR, that is. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, Ryan Priest is dead to me. I got to I gotta cape up for my <laughs> guy Larson, even though he did squeeze him into the wall early in the race, hand up. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I want to be like, own it, Ryan Priest. Like, if you're going to be the, the bad guy. And, and get revenge, but you you mentioned the Denny thing, like yeah, he's not going to because he's going to get in trouble. Um, anyway, real quick, mine was mine was my USC gambling picks last weekend. I had a six leg parlay, Bobby, and I've lost a lot of parlays in my life. I'm not going to act like I'm the the parlay player, the parlay king, or whatever. Rarely do you get a zero across the board. Mm. All six legs. <laughs> I mean, I, I was the biggest mush of all time. All six legs lose. Um, I would argue it's it's just as hard to go 0 for uh, whatever numbers on bets as it is to go blank and L. Uh, but guess what? You don't really get paid uh, anything if you go 0 for 6 or 0 for 3 or whatever. So, uh, yeah, tough weekend. Um, I'll be eating bologna for a month now. Just kidding. It's not that bad. But uh, still, um, pride and my wallet a little bit. Uh, hurt and um yeah that's that anything else no i think that was that was great uh, a nice book 
Winners and losers. It's been a while. Yeah, that has been. Uh, we'll, we'll incorporate that, obviously, um, as we go on through the season, football and stuff. It's easier. Going to recap the weekend, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad it's back. Anyway, NBA playoffs, uh, I guess it gets tipped off in earnest Saturday. Uh, we got the play-in games, Lakers and uh, Hawks last night through to the seven seeds in the playing games. We got the playing games. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Got two playing games tonight, then two more, an elimination, two more elimination playing games Friday. So it's all, I mean, I get it, but it's, it's very confusing. I kind of wish it would be the, the eight, the top eight, the fucking thing. Well, if you want to do that NBA, but uh, I'll ask you this. We talked about it a little bit eating and stuff like that. Hardly any here. I don't think I've watched a full game from tip to final all year. I haven't really put a lot of money uh, gambling wise into the NBA either. But where where are you at? I know you're so, you're Celtics guy. They're in the mix. Uh, really good team. Um, higher seed in the East. East. Is, where, where where are you at? <laughs> I'm trying to get your uh, NBA temperature here. Where are you at? You excited for the playoffs? Uh, all that. Yeah, uh, from I, I'm in the exact same boat. I, I I've watched m- more than a handful of Celtics games. You know, I watch the big games when they're on TV. Um, pretty much starting with Christmas Day is like when I kind of tune into the NBA. Um, so I, I, I've watched the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I've watched my team. Uh, you know, obviously you see stats, you see stuff on Twitter from other games and everything, but you're not really watching like in depth like like we do football games like we'll watch a matching game on tuesday night and watch every down of that game um so it's not like that with the nba um but i'm, I'm excited for the playoffs i mean uh, I, i'm a celtics fan so our season starts on saturday that's that's really all that matters we don't play for uh, division titles it's nba final championship so that's kind of where i'm at with it i'm excited for it um you know it's one of the top sports months of the year nhl playoffs nba playoffs we just had our masters. Uh, we got a great month of racing, so it's 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 all up there with me. And I think this is a, the kickoff where I kind of get back into it and start watching every every single possession. Yeah, I uh, I mean I'm I'm willing to dive in. So I mean we'll give out some picks and and maybe some gambling advice, but I'm gonna speak for myself personally. Obviously, I would take mine with the uh, the biggest grain of salt you've ever seen because uh, I'm not too knowledgeable. I mean, I, you know, it, it's it's easy to keep up with stuff with Twitter and, and all the apps and stuff like that, but I'm not locked in like I have been in years past. So um, I don't know if that's just load management or, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm a LeBron James fan, and I've kind of, since he's been out to the West Coast, it's harder for me to just watch a lot of the games anyway. Um, so I, I guess it's kind of a combination for <clears throat> me. So I guess we were going to do like a, a first round preview <clears throat> and go through the bracket or whatever. Excuse me. I'm going to call an audible on that. Let's just go team through team, give out their, their NBA finals odds. And we're going to kind of scratch off the teams that have no shot to win the championship. And, um, I don't know if we think a team's frisky Worth the shot, I, I guess, you know. Um, we don't have to have a unanimous vote here, Bobby, since it's just the two of us. If one of us likes a team, um, maybe the listener out there can make up their own mind. But um, here at the bottom of the barrel here, we got the New Orleans Pelicans, the Chicago Bulls, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
all at plus 50,000 to, to win the NBA championship. First of all, we don't know if these three teams are even going to be in the dance. They play tonight, obviously, in the play-in game. But, I mean, do you, I mean, I feel like Oklahoma City is a bit of a surprise. I thought they were a, a tanking candidate this year. Um, but I don't. I, you know, they're all three scratch-off to me. What about you? Yeah, those three um, to win a title, no, no chances on that. Yeah. Of those three, the Thunder, to me, are the scrappiest team that I could see getting a round one upset, maybe winning a game or two. But outside of that, uh, all three of those teams, I mean, two of them are going to be eliminated tonight. So that's that's that. Yeah, yeah up next, uh, Toronto playing tonight. They're plus 49,000. Um, again, I feel like they're better since they traded Durant. but uh, Or not Durant. I'm looking at the Nets logo. My bad. But, uh, um, yeah, again – Sorry, Canada, but uh, you got the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up, so they're a scratch off for me. Yeah, just another sport that Canada's not going to win a championship in. So um, <laughs> uh, the Raptors, they're, they're they're a tough team. They got a good core. Um, Siakam, Van Vliet, I think they're good players. Uh, they just don't have that superstar like they had with Kawhi Leonard when they won the title. All right, two teams here, the Brooklyn Nets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nets in the bracket. Timberwolves uh, will be in the elimination game Friday night. Both of these teams plus 37,000. Um, Bobby, what do you think here? Uh, the the Nets, I think the Nets, I mean, obviously the record's been worse since they blew up the core of that team, but they play pretty well. Um, they can shoot very well and rebound, and that's the two biggest things in, in the playoffs. Uh, Timberwolves uh, just want them to get in the playoffs just for the entertainment factor. Uh, yeah, uh, that that the team chemistry is at an all time low, so that would be one hell of a series to watch. Yeah, I almost went hammer play on the Lakers last night on the spread, and then it was eight, and I'm like, you know what? I I, I know the Lakers are playing well, and I know the Timberwolves are are kind of in shambles. But eight, that's a that was a big number. So I I passed luckily. Again, gambling wise, I'm a little fragile uh from last weekend, so uh I didn't pass. But I yeah, I kind of agree with you. The Nets could be one of those teams that uh you know, maybe takes a, the first round series to six or seven, could be a little frisky. Um Timberwolves, I don't know what to make of them. Uh and hell they might not be in the bracket, so they're both a scratch off for me. Um, the next team, the Miami Heat at plus 24,000, uh, a team that is allergic to playing offense. It seems like this year, um, plus again, they're fighting for their lives. They'll play in the playing game Friday night. Um, they lose, they're going home. So they're kind of a scratch up for me, Bobby. Uh, the best they could be is the AC. Do you think that he can make any kind of noise or not? I, I, I am pulling for the heat to get the eight seed there. I, um, as, as a Celtics fan, um, very excited that they lost last night to the Hawks. Would much rather face the Hawks in the first round matchup. And I think that he uh, brings some positional matchups with the Bucks and can kind of stick with them. Um, so that would be a fun first round series. Uh, get the Bucks out of the East there. So I'm, I'm pulling for the Heat. My, my brother's in South Beach. All right. Moving on, the Hawks, they uh, are in. They're uh, plus 18,000 to win the NBA championship. Um, yeah, no, no, thanks. And you do you have a differing opinion on the Atlanta Hawks? No, I, I'm right there with you. I, like I just said, I was hoping that they won last night to play my Celtics in the first round. Uh, and I, I think, you know, they 
they play offense well, but they don't play defense at all. Uh, I think losing Kevin Werder last offseason um, kind of took away their outside threat outside of Trey Young. So it'll be interesting to see how they are, but I don't think they are more than a, a one-game winner in the first round. All right, we move on to the New York Knicks, plus 10,000. Um, I kind of like this Cavs-Knicks 4-5 or five series in the East, uh, but I, I, I like Tibbs. Um, but come on, uh, Brunson's been a great signing, I guess, for the Knicks, but they're not they're not championship material, so they're a scratch off for me. Yeah, same. Uh, like I think it'll entertainment factor. This series will be fun. Uh, a lot of rebounding and a lot of shooting from each team on this one. So I think it'll be a, a fast paced series uh, up and down the court, and um, you know the Cavs might. I think the Cavs win the series, but. Uh, the Knicks stand no chance of winning this title. All right. Now we're starting to get into maybe, maybe the, the, I'm not saying every team on the rest of the list, but to me, this seems like where we could maybe start getting some bites here. Uh, we'll go to California, both the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Clippers currently plus 5,000 uh, to win the NBA championship. Bobby, how say you on the Clippers and Kings or both? I, I think they're candidates to reach the Western Conference final, um, but I think that's about their ceiling. The Kings, a hell of a story, um, finally getting back into the playoffs for the first time in ever, it feels like. They have a fun team. Um, just watching their highlights on Twitter um, in the mornings after games is, is a lot of fun. Clippers, not having Paul George, I think he's still hurt. Um, so that's going to take away that dimension of their team. Um, but shout out our guy Jason Preston on the Clippers. like to see him get some run. Yeah, no doubt, Bobcat legend. Um, I think the I, I think the Kings. I love those early two thousands Kings. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I agree with you. It's great to see them uh, back in the playoffs. I think first time since like two thousand six. Jesus, mm-hmm. I was in high school then. Uh, sad, sad times. Uh, that 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 seems like a million years ago. Um, the Clippers to me, they're a little intriguing, even if they had Paul George. Uh, well, obviously they'd be intriguing, but to me, the Clippers, I, I need to see it to believe it. Like, I know they got a talented roster, but I feel like the Clippers are always going to Clipper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I got to scratch both these teams off, uh, moving on Cleveland, your Cavaliers, uh, plus 4,600 to win the NBA championship. We mentioned that Knicks series, um, uh, you know, I, I got to cross the Cavs off here, but uh, I do think they uh, could present Milwaukee some challenges if they get through that first-round series with the Knicks and face the Bucks in the second round. Um, but I, I don't think they could spring the upset, so uh, I see them being a, a one-and-done type, uh, one-round win and, and done at, at most. Uh, what do you think about the Cavs? Yeah, um, I, I, the Cavs are one of the few teams that I actually – watched a few times this year that they, you know, I saw them play the Celtics three or four times. Um, they, they beat the Celtics quite often because they can rebound the ball very well than other teams can. Jared Allen's awesome at rebounding. Uh, Donovan Mitchell can score pretty much anywhere on the court. And uh, I think it's Darius Garland's their other star backcourt mm-hmm. player there. He's, he's a lot of fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think they match up very well with Milwaukee in that second round if that's how it plays out. Um, but title odds, I, I think they're about right. You know, if you got some, uh, you know, one of those free like $10 bets or something, like it would, wouldn't hurt to throw them on there. 
or put for them to like reach the final or win the East. I, I, it would be fun to watch and be a hell of a ride. All right, we move to the Los Angeles Lakers plus 2,100 to win the championship. This is going to be a trendy pick, uh, but can I or anybody really trust if uh, AD and LeBron, for that matter, at his age are going to be that healthy? Um, I do think that Milwaukee or Milwaukee, <clears throat> excuse me, Memphis first round series, I think the Lakers could give them hell and maybe even win that thing. Uh, but I, I can't pull the trigger on them. I mean, I guess one could make the argument. I'm not going to. Um, I know you hate the Lakers, but uh, take the bias out of it. What what would you do here with plus 2,100? Nothing or you going all in? I, I, I wouldn't touch this one. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, strictly speaking, you know, just, just there are two different Laker teams this year. You had the pre-deadline and post-deadline team. So you, you can't really get a good grip on them. And LeBron's been hurt the whole second half of the season here, it feels like. Um, so I'm in Memphis, they're, they're young, they're fun to watch and they don't really take no shit from anyone. So I, I think it's an easy first round out for, um, uh, right. Memphis to beat them. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not sure how this Laker team has better odds than the Clippers or the Kings. Um, I think it's just a LeBron James factor. I think that's all that really is, is bumping that. Pop, yeah. Popularity probably bought up, bought down a little bit, uh, in the market, I would say. Um, next, next is the Grizzlies. They're plus 1800. Um, I would, I would say, well, their odds wouldn't be, uh, they'd be a little lower. They'd be trimmed down a little bit here, but no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. Like they don't really have any bigs other than, uh, Jared Jackson Jr. Um, I mean, they're fun to watch. Jaws awesome. Their guard play, uh, is good. They're a fun young team. Like you mentioned, um, I don't think. You could you could waste your money in worse ways, but I don't see it. So I'm I'm gonna cross the Grizzlies off here too. Yeah, they're they're the Grizzlies kind of start for me the borderline finals teams. Like yeah, if you know if they had Stephen Adams, the rim protector, the guy with experience in the playoffs, uh, big games. Yeah, I can see them being being a very tough out, very hard to get past. Um, but if you know they don't have that front line like that if, if jaw's not hitting um they're kind of slow and then you get the dylan brooks show um on the, on the side so um it i i i i don't know i i feel like they're on that fringe for me but if i'm yeah. going with my heart and my head i'm not picking them yeah it sounds like you got a toe a toe in the water but not willing to take the dive uh next we got the 76ers uh plus 1000 here I'll lean to you here. You're you're an Eastern Conference guy. You've probably seen them in some national TV games in the same division as the Celts. Um, what what's the skinny? Your thoughts on Philly? Yeah, the, the Sixers they go as Joel Embiid goes. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you got someone that matches up well with him, can force him to take the outside shot. Um, you know, get him to run up and down the court. His, his conditioning is not very good. If you can eliminate him, you eliminate the 76ers. Tobias Harris, uh, he can still get his, um, but he's he's not someone that you're going to, like, back down to. Um, but, you know, they play really good defense. Doc Rivers is a good coach. Um, he's great this time of year, most most cases. Um, 
but yeah, if you get someone that matches up with Embiid well and can get him in foul trouble and frustrate him, that, that's all you got to do beat the Sixers. So, um, I, I, when they're good, they're great. When they, when they're bad, they're historically bad. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out on the 76ers for title odds. I am too. They got a little bit of that Clippers syndrome with me, mm-hmm. where it's like they, on paper, if you're looking at it, stacking everything up, they, they kind of feel like every year they can make a run. And uh, they just never do it. So uh, until they do it, um, I'm out. I'm out on the Sixers. Uh, next team here, the number one seed in the West here, the Denver Nuggets, also plus one thousand here. Um, I mean, this is if you're looking at value uh, seeding wise, I feel like you got to pull the trigger. Even though I don't think defensively they are a, a title uh, winning team, but that that's kind of how I feel like it is. Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they got to number one seed. They got a great team. Uh, Jokic is probably top five NBA player. Oh, um, yeah. But this Nuggets team, to me, feels like 2007 Dallas Mavericks, where they lost the first round to the, the Golden State Warriors. Um, they, I, they, they, I feel like whoever is in that eight seed is going to push them in that first round. Um, and, you know, If they can frustrate and kind of take away the second and third options of the Nuggets – that, that's going to be a real hard out. So I'm out on the Nuggets at the number one seed. Um, I know they got there for a reason, but they've just kind of tailed off at the end of this year. So I'm out on the Nuggets on title odds. Yeah, we've went through 16 teams so far. None of us – I mean, I'll, you're kind of half in, half out on, on Memphis. I'm kind of that way with Denver, I guess, here. But uh, we only got four teams left out of the uh, 20. So, um, and I, I guess the odds kind of reflect the market here, but, uh, next the golden state warriors plus eight fifty to win the NBA championship. Um, what are they? The six, the six seed in the West. That doesn't matter to me. Also, I've seen that they're, they've been dreadful on the road this year. Terrible road record. That doesn't matter to me, uh, at all either. I mean, golden state at plus eight fifty. Uh, I feel like you, you gotta take a shot here. Steph Clay Dream on that championship core. Um, yeah, I feel like you, you got to throw something on here if you're trying to hit a future. So the, uh, this would be my first pool of uh, the playoffs. Uh, what about you, Golden State, defending chance? What do you what do you say here? Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. I think this is one I, I start to, to be a lock one. Um, you know, they are the 60, but they played the last – four or five months without Andrew Wiggins dealing with a personal matter. And I think he just came back to the team okay, a, couple, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Sounds so right. He was huge last year in, in, in the series against the Celtics in the finals. Um, so I think, you know, getting him in there, you don't, you don't have to rely on Steph and Clay to do it every game. Um, and, you know, favorable matchup, the Kings, they're a three seed. Are they a true three seed or are they, uh, you know, they, they won a bunch early in the season and got here. Uh, so I think they got the good matchup in the first round. Um, you know, it'd be a, what, Grizzlies-Lakers matchup in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I think they got an easy path to the Western Conference Finals. So I'm in on the Warriors to make it. All right, next we got the Phoenix Suns plus 480. Uh, these lines brought to you by uh, FanDuel, by the way. Uh, so shop around. You might get a better number uh, wherever you're, you're gambling at. But the Suns plus 480 to win the NBA championship. This one's intriguing to me. Um, they bring Duran over in the deadline deal, obviously, uh, or the deal a little before the deadline. Uh, 
Um, but I worry about their health, man. Chris Paul's 75 years old. Durant's kind of been fragile the last few years. Um, seems like Devin Booker hasn't played a lot this year either, and he's, he's the young guy uh, of that big three. Um, I think you hold your breath and hold your nose and, and you play it and uh, just hope that they could play, you know, two straight, two straight months of basketball uh, without being uh, injured. But uh, are you – are you on the Suns here? Do you like them or no? Uh, I, I love the Suns coming out of the West. Oh. Um, I I had them as uh, one of my locks um, for them to be the Western Conference winner to make the finals. Uh, just, I mean, if you got Kevin Durant on your team, you, you got a shot. I mean, the, the guy's the ultimate scorer, the ultimate basketball player. Chris Paul, he, he got a taste of it uh, a couple years ago. Needs to get back. Needs to get his to so, solidify his Hall of Fame status. And then Devin Booker, one of the best young talents in the NBA. Um, so I think they, they got a good scoring core, a good leadership core. Um, and if they can just, like you said, stay healthy and put it all together, I, I think they, they they match up pretty well. So I'm in on the Suns to make the to at least make the finals. It's a lock for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, winning it all, I'm, I'm confident in them. Yeah, it's a big if on the, on the injury thing, but their firepower – um, not too many teams are going to match up with that for sure. Uh, next, we got the Boston Celtics plus 330 to win the NBA championship. Uh, I'm in on it, Bobby. Um, but go ahead, take it away. Your Celtics thoughts. Yeah, love them. Um, abstain from picking them because I don't want to put any uh, reverse curse on my team. Uh, my Fair enough. Role, I, I am. Yeah, my number one rule, never battle my own team unless – 10,000 to one odds because if someone gives you 10,000 to one odds, you always take it. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. Um, do what you will with that. Uh, if you're reading the context clues, um, you'll you'll notice the the inflection in my voice and how excited I am for the Boston Celtics. So, um, listeners, you can do with that what you will. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're tough. I mean, Tatum Brown, uh, tough one-two punch. They they defend. Um, and hell, I mean, they, they were, they were there last year in the finals. Uh, they're going to have home court for two rounds in the East playoffs. So what's not like about the Celtics plus the Celtics, they're always fucking tough, uh, a tough out. And, uh, that will lead us. Yeah. That will lead us to the Milwaukee. Oh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. the, The biggest thing for, for them this year is they're healthy. Rob Williams isn't coming off of knee surgery too soon. Al Warford's not gassed. Tatum and Brown have been load managing, um, so they're good. And then we finally got a bench: Brogdon, Grant Williams, uh, you know, uh, Sam Hauser from Virginia, who can shoot the lights out. He figured it out this year. And then a secret weapon: the the Italian stallion Danilo Gallinari is coming back off the bench here from an ACL tear. So uh, it, there's there's a lot to be excited about for the Celtics um, and the matchups they present with the team we're about to get into. Yeah, I mean. I feel like I'd like Peyton Pritchard and he seems like he's buried for you guys. have to get to show you uh, the depth of, of the seas for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the box are plus two fifty. They are the, uh, the betting favorite here to win the NBA championship. Um, I feel like two and a half, the ones a, a, a good price here. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you, I feel like you got to play it. Um, uh, as, as Middleton seems like he's like healthy finally. Um, Giannis is Giannis. They're deep as well. Um, 
yeah, well, it's not the like they've done it before a couple years ago. So uh, I feel like you got to play Milwaukee too if you're looking to hit a future. Yeah, absolutely. And you said it right there. I think Chris Middleton is their X factor. They, they yep. have a great team, like a, th- a three-headed monster. Him, Holiday, and Giannis. Um, it, it's tough to defend all three, so you got to pick one and take them out. Um, so it, it, they, the Bucks go as Chris Middleton goes, as 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 I watch. Uh, Bobby Portis is someone also to keep an eye on. I think he played a real big factor in the finals win a couple years ago. Um, and then the the ageless wonder, Brooke Lopez, um, uh, he's still out there. He evolved his game to shoot the three-pointer. Um, but the Bucs can be frustrated. Um, and, you know, I just talked about the matchup they, with the Celtics. They just played a few weeks ago at full strength, both of them, and it was it was lopsided in the Celtics' favor in Milwaukee. Um, so I, I think home court doesn't really matter when it gets down to one versus two. Um, but, yeah, the Bucs, I, I would be confident with – any money I put on the bucks to, to make finals or win. All right. Well, so let's, let's kind of steam roll through this or, or kind of streamline it here. Um, let's go right into who we think is going to play in the conference finals in both the East and West here. Um, real quick. I'll let you gather some thoughts here um, in the East Milwaukee plus plus one twenty to win the East Boston plus one sixty five. Sixers plus 450 Cavs plus 1800 Knicks plus 4200 Heat plus 6000. I, I don't really need to read the rest of that list, I don't think. In the West, uh, the Suns, the betting favorite plus 190, Golden State plus 320, the Nuggets plus 360, Grizzlies 7 to 1, Lakers 8 to 1, 20 to 1, the Kings 23 to 1, the Clippers, and I, I will stop there. Um, just to give you an idea out there of the, of the market. Um, but here, I, I'll just roll in the mind and let you uh, back clean up here. Um, in the East, I got the Bucks going up against the Celtics. I'm going chalk. I'm going to take the Bucks in seven hard-fought series, but I think they make it back. I think the Middleton, uh, you mentioned him being the X factor. I think if he stays healthy, um, they are they are the favorite for the re- for a reason, so – I'll take them to get through now. Slight to you and your fandom. In the West, I'm going to take the uh, the Suns and the Warriors. Again, I'm going betting chalk here too. And I'm going to take the Suns in seven to get out of the West. So we're going to have a rematch. Suns, Bucks from two years ago in the finals. And uh, I'll take Milwaukee again in six um, to, to win the Larry O'Brien. Uh, again, I, I'm being a little safe here. Not a big NBA viewer. Uh, this year from me, uh, but uh, Bobby, your uh, conference picks and your thoughts and, and the uh, the finals pick and your thoughts. Yeah, um, so just so everyone knows, we did not plan this. I also have the Celtics and <laughs> Bucks in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I, I got the Celtics and six on that one, um, taking it at home court in game six there. And then in mm-hmm. the West, in the West, I got the Suns and in, in the – Warriors as well. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, you're good. I, um, like I said, you know, the, the the Warriors are getting hot at the right time. They're getting everybody back, and and on all the same points about leadership and scoring with um, the Suns. I think we're there. I got the Suns and the Celtics meeting in the NBA Finals rematch of the 1976 NBA final season, um, and I got the Celtics winning it all in five games in the NBA Finals. All right, there you go. So uh, place your bets accordingly. Um, I mean, we'll we'll come in 
I mean, if we're doing a weekly show um, the next couple of weeks, I mean, we'll, we'll have some NBA playoff series and games to talk about. So, I mean, we'll, we're going to keep tabs on this stuff. Just wanted to kind of give a preview of it since it's right around the corner. Uh, last thing, Bobby, and then we'll get out of here. Kind of going to do a short one, which is cool with me and hopefully cool with you and the rest of the listening audience. But racing here in segment three, Bristol Dirt Race, Christopher Bell gives uh, JGR a, a dub on the dirt on the high banks of Bristol. Um, your thoughts on the race, man? Yeah, I was – We obviously, my, my feelings have been put out on – on, on podcast form here before about the dirt race. Um, and I think Give we kind of share the same sentiment. Yeah. It's and you know, we, if you listen to, to Denny's podcast, he says NASCAR has become gimmicks. I mean, look how many road <laughs> courses we have. Look, look That's at this. True. We have a street course in Chicago, um, which shout out my, uh, my cousin, Michael's going to be a doctor working at that race. So pretty jealous about that. Um, oh, wow. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool there. But um, yeah, I mean, a dirt guy finally won it. If you want to call it a dirt race, races like an asphalt once it rubbers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so can we get away with it? And a lot of like the, the talk around NASCAR too, I think like some of the stories and some of the talking heads in NASCAR, it doesn't seem like any, like oh, by this time last year, it was set in stone. We're going back to Bristol dirt this year around a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of, and obviously I think there's some other things in play here. Obviously, we have the all-star race at North Wilkesboro coming up. Is that going to take the spring Bristol race? Obviously, I would love that. I think that would be great. Um, but, yeah, I it was a good race. Uh, it was good moments. Um, Chastain did it again, causing a caution on the last lap. I mean, it's always Ross. So, all in all, I think it was a successful third time out, um, third time at the charm. But let's – Let's get away from. Let's not ruin a classic track like Bristol anymore, dude. I and and I'm a huge actual like sprint car late model, dirt track racing fan. I prefer to watch a dirt track race over uh, F1, NASCAR, any of that. But I will I will agree with you. Like um, this, maybe not the finish, obviously, uh, but the 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 race, the mid pack, and 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 the battles in the back. Um, yeah, it was the raciest they've got in the dirt at Bristol. I do think, you know, the rain earlier in the week helped, um, you know, get the track, uh, keep some moisture deep down in it. And I think starting it at nighttime, uh, actually, you know, helped prolong, uh, it getting, uh, slicked off and, and rubbered in as, uh, as it did, but it, it's always going to do that. Hell sprint cars. Late models, they don't run – late models run 100-lap races at most. Most of the time it's 50. Sprint cars, 25 to 30 laps is usually – like your long race in a sprint car race is 40 laps. So, um, of course, if you put 250 laps and in, in a 30-plus car field, uh, it, it's going to rubber down at some point. But I thought, you know, you're right. Third time was a charm. It, it got better. Um, it, it keeps getting better, but it doesn't, like, blow my socks off either. So – I mean, congrats to Bell. Um, it is weird, though. Like, it seems like Larson, I mean, Bell was in the mix, but Larson, Reddick, Austin Dillon, these guys that come from a dirt background, when the track was, like, heavy, hammered down early and had moisture in it, those guys were, were not putting on a show, but you could tell they were a little bit of the class of the field and the clean air helped, and then it seemed like, I mean, Kyle Busch was in the mix too, but that dude could drive anything. But 
seemed like as the track started to slow down and slick off, you started to see some more just like asphalt guys like Kevin Harvick snuck a top 10 out, out of this thing. Um, there's a couple other guys that I came up through late to get respectable finishes. So kind of turned this into asphalt or a pavement race, but uh, yeah, if it comes back, I guess whatever, if they go away from it, uh, it's whatever again. So, uh, but anyway, Martinsville this week, dude, are you excited about uh, the paper club? Yes. I, this is, you know, another one of the favorite tracks, one of the mm-hmm. ones everyone always talks about. Um, and it, I, I think even more than Bristol, I think Martinsville brings up the tempers more post-race and during the race, um, you know, classic moments. Kenseth taking out Logano um, a couple of years ago in the playoffs. That was a great, all-time great moment. moment. Uh, Chastain wall ride, um, you know, it's now outlawed, um, but at the time, innovative, uh, exciting. And it, it was, it, it came out of nowhere and I was like, you got like I can't believe it. That's the way Denny's going to lose the playoff spot. Um, so that was it was fun, um, and I I think NASCAR's finally got something with the short track package with what they brought this year. I, well, I, I um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was getting ready to say I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm more excited for this than because Richmond was pretty damn good, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're bringing the same arrow. Um, package here, and you wouldn't think it would help uh, or matter that much on a short track, but man, last year's spring, Martin's race, William Byron, it, it sucked. Oh, like, I mean, they, they were flying through the corners, actually. Uh, it was kind of impressive to see the speed they could carry, but everybody was doing that speed, and there was no passing, so I'm, I think you know, tweaking the package a little bit, I think it will make it a little more racer, more classic Martinsville race. Yeah, and I, I I think we're gonna get all the the classic short track guys, the guys that are successful here, are gonna be back in the mix. Um, a new race winner for the first time this year, um, so I, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's gonna be a really good show on Sunday. All right, I'm gonna read some uh, winner uh, winner odds here, uh, guys to win. I'll start here and work myself up. Uh, Tyler Reddick plus 2,800, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, Josh Berry, all 2,200 plus 2,200 there. Uh, Ross Chastain, you just mentioned the wall ride, uh, the waterman, watermelon man, whatever the fuck he's called. He's plus 1,600. Uh, Kyle Busch plus 1,400, Ryan Blaney plus 1,100, Joey Logano plus 1,000, Martin Strux Jr. Uh, plus 800. And then you got four co favorites. Here at all plus 700, uh, Christopher Bell, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Larson, uh, those four. So, Bobby, do you have a guy, um, a favorite, a couple favorites you think has a chance to win this thing, run well, put her in the top three or top five at least? Um, if you do, give it, give us a couple names you're looking at. Yeah, um, I was like the the two best. I think the two best Martinsville drivers, um, Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. Yep, Truex won three in a row there for a while. Denny's won quite a handful here. I I, I think Toyota, especially at the short tracks, is they've really found some, and I think they're they're really good. So of of the favorites, I those two are my my locks for top ten, top five at least. Um, and then uh, Joey just behind them, uh, eight fifty. He, he's got when he's got a good car when he qualifies well, he can he can make that car the whole width of the track at Martinsville there. 
Yeah, I identified three guys I think you got to put money on to win this thing. You mentioned Joey. Um, got to do Joey. At, at plus 1,000, he's not the favorite, but um, he's pretty damn good here. He, I think he's top 10 nine out of the last 10 Martinsville races, so that's uh, the best in the current driver field in the last 10, so you got to play him. Uh, True X, like you said, he had he had that dominant run through there. Plus 800, not the favorite, uh, but uh, up on the board too, so I like him. But I, I keep looking at Ryan Blaney. He's plus 1,100, like the value, not the favorite. I kind of hate betting the favorite in NASCAR, if I'm being honest. But I went and looked. He's had seven top fives in the last ten races. Yet to get a grandfather clock. Feel like he's due. I kind of predicted you would take Truex in a way. So I wanted to be a little different. But I feel like the 19 and the 12 are two guys that historically run well here. And goddamn, don't they feel like both of these guys are due to win a points-paying race? Seems like it's been forever for both of them. Yeah, go back to 2021. I mean, obviously, Truex getting the, the class win this year. Yeah, and yeah. Blaney, but, Blaney with the All-Star last year. But that, that's been it. Yeah. And and I kind of think the clash is uh, – it's. I feel like Martinsville, bigger, obviously, than the clash. But is the clash most like Martinsville? Um. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or is Martinsville, Martinsville most like the clash? And he had the 19 run well. So I think you got to play those three. Uh, you're right about Denny, too, if you play him to win. Um, historically, this is this is his best track. Um, kind of a home track for him as well. He, he's from the state of Virginia, likes to run well here. Uh, so that's uh, – that those those four I think what I, I would would identify as four favorites to play. Is there anybody you're kind of looking at down down the list that comes to mind? Uh, you would take take a little long shot flyer on to win. Yeah, go down all the way down to. Or sorry, let me get back to the the odds here. Uh, down to plus five thousand. Baba. Bubble Wallace. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's won here in trucks before. Um, he always runs well here in Cup when when he's not, you know, stuck back in the pack and getting bumper to bumper back there. So I think he qualifies well here. I think he's a top 10 candidate at least. And even the top 10, he's plus 200. So um, yeah, there, there's some potential there. Um, and along with Ty Gibbs as well, the top 10. I think they're both plus 200. Um, and, and if I had to go with someone else outside of that, um, I know he's got pretty high odds at plus 700, but he's coming off of a broken leg. Chase Elliott's coming back this week. Um, Is he? Because I wasn't for sure if he was back or not. Yeah, I just saw it on Twitter before we got on. Uh, dude, this show fucking sucks, dude. How many <laughs> how many times do we do a recording and breaking news? It's uncanny. Absolutely. But yeah, like I said, he's coming back off that broken leg. Um, you know, what, what are we going to see? Are we going to see... Uh, a Kyle Busch type run, or is he going to just kind of, kind of be there to, you know, he'll, he'll make some top tens. He might win a race or two, but he's not going to threaten anything this year. So kind of curious to see what kind of chase Elliott we're going to get back. And obviously, um, you know, this is his whole life. I mean, what else does he do outside of this? Um, so I think he's going to be eager to get back in there and prove a point. I, I tell you, I was, I, it was rumored that it could be this week or next week. And I was thinking, like, damn, if you were coming off a, an, an injury, would you want to go to Martinsville where you're going to be super busy working the pedals? Um, it can be a violent race, you know, getting hit in the bumper or, or, you know, hitting somebody else or getting wrecked or whatever. 
And then I and then I looked at the schedule. Is Daga the following week? Right. It's like so, you know, not too much in the in the cockpit from uh from a working the pedals standpoint, but just like the the mental uh, anguish of uh or the focus it takes the the, the plate race. And then, of course, there's no small wrecks at a super speedway. So he's kind of in a weird spot in the schedule uh, to, to make his uh, comeback. So, but um, I mean, I'm not the biggest chase guy. Uh, I love Bill, obviously, but I mean, uh, good to see him back. Uh, I thought Josh Berry did fine filling in for him, honestly, in, in the three races, three out four or whatever it was. A little side note. Anyway, um, I had a feeling you were going to go with Bubba. I wrote Bubba down. Um, like you said, two to one plus ninety plus one ninety, depending where you shop at. I like him the top ten. I'll play that this week. Uh, I'm going to take Chase Briscoe though, plus thirty five hundred to win the race, um, plus one fifty, decent value the top ten. I looked at, at some of the, actually did some research, <laughs> try to try to get back into NASCAR and look at some of these lines and, and try to find the value. I think Chase Briscoe, um, not a ton of starts, obviously at Cup. Uh, but I think he was like the, the 11th or 12th best driver and average finish and uh, in, in at Martinsville over the last uh, couple of years. And, and he had some success in Xfinity and the trucks here as well. So I like Brisky uh, plus 150 to top 10. And I would sprinkle a little bit on that plus um, 3,500 here to win. Um but I'm going to take Blaney, who's going to be a race pick, and then I'm going to give my gambling card, and if you got anything, uh, the floor will be yours, and we'll get out of here. Oh, I'm in. Um, so are, who who's your race pick? Uh, yeah, yeah, my race pick is going to be Truex. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, that's the one I'm most confident in. Uh, like, like you said, both of my guys we're going with, they're due, so um, it'll make us look really smart or really dumb come Monday morning. We've actually been pretty good at, at NASCAR this year. I'm not going to lie. Uh, watch me just jinx us both. But, I mean, <laughs> usually we give out a couple guys in a week. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you at least in the hunt. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, if you, you put some money on a guy and want to watch a race, we're going to get you a guy that's going to get to the front and make it interesting for a while at least. So, uh mm-hmm. I guess we could take some pride in that. Uh, all right, my card. Like I said, Blaney plus eleven hundred to win. I also would throw a little bit on Truex at eight, at eight to one and Logano ten to one to win the race. I also like Joey to top five. That's plus one sixty five. Uh, if you want a top five Blaney or Denny or or Truex, I think those are um, not locks, but you know probably pretty smart moves. All right, I got a slew of top 10 guys, and I realize not all these – I mean, I guess they could, but not all these guys can uh, or will top 10, but I think if you, you play a few, you're going to make some money here. Austin Cendrick, plus 215 to top 10. Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski, plus 105, so even money, but you don't have to lay juice. I like both those vets to do it. They've done it before. I mentioned Briscoe, plus 150 to top 10. Bubba, a plus 190, I wrote it down. Bobby told me he's plus 200, so I might shop around and get the better number, uh, the top 10. My final one, Alex Bowman, also plus 105, the top 10. Um, so, like I said, I got like five or six top 10s. Three or four of them hit, you, you make money. A couple of them hit. If you play the same units, you make money. So that's my gambling card. Don't have any UFC, don't have any baseball or hockey yet. 
Uh, so uh, I, I, I'll, I will probably tweet out my picks uh, this weekend if I, if I play anything big. But Bobby, you have anything for the folks or you going home? Yeah, I got the the Truex race winner, um, and then on a, on Fanduel you get a head to head Martin Truex versus Denny Hamlin. I got Martin Truex plus one hundred two on that. Oh, uh, I like that. My, yeah, sticking with my my Truex pick. Obviously, he drives a, a Toyota, winning the manufacturer Toyota plus two twenty. Bubba Wallace top ten plus two hundred on Fanduel, and then my wild card pick this week in NASCAR guy that's won here before, races well been very consistent this year alex bowman top three plus 550 uh, I, I think he has the car to obviously to get to the front i think he has the skill at this track i think he's able to put it there um so I, that's my wild card and i think that's one of my favorites honestly is the pick i'm most excited to watch for this week okay so uh, real quick we're, we're both on bowman i got him top 10 i, I didn't go out on the, as a as a big as limb as you just did, it seems like he's been up front. Maybe not the dirt race. I'm throwing that out. But Coda, I, I don't know. Um, where else? Where else? Um, where the hell Larson went at? Uh, why, why, Richmond. Yeah, wasn't Bowman? Didn't Bowman top five? Was in the mix in all the stages at Richmond uh and and coda the week before ridgeman like i feel like he's been sneaking around mm-hmm. the front that's kind of why i liked him he's ran well here so i like i i like both our guys maybe you take bowman as as a, if you're getting anything from this podcast just take bowman the win we both like him uh we're not as bold or brave but i, I you know so we'll see i'm excited for the paper clip sunday afternoon uh, or is, is it a Saturday night race? Or is it... uh, Sunday. Oh, there's okay. only one Saturday race this year. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. So, uh, yeah, Saturday or Sunday afternoon in its rightful spot, Martinsville. If you're down there, uh, eat a hot dog and enjoy the race. But anyway, Bobby, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm expent. Uh, all my notes are gone. I don't have anything more to add. But uh, I guess next week we'll we'll do some NHL playoffs if you're down and game to come back and entertain the folks out there. But in the meantime, um, rate, review, subscribe, follow the show show on Twitter and Facebook at Podcock PCAST, available to uh, listen to on all major and minor podcasting platforms. We do appreciate it. So, uh, Bobby, any famous last words? I got nothing this week. I'm all spent. All right. Well, bye then. See (laughs) y'all.